What's up, everybody? Welcome to Experience Plus Salt Equals Adulting. This is Ben, and today our topic is hobbies. We're gonna be talking about our hobbies when we were younger, our hobbies when we were adults now, and also how those hobbies have shaped us. So today's word will be avocation. Avocation. It's actually a synonym for the topic hobby. And I can read off Miriam's Miriam Webster's definition of it which is one a subordinate occupation pursued in addition to one's vocation especially for enjoyment also known as a hobby one example that they provided is he's a professional musician but his avocation is photography avocation word of the day so that rolls into our first actual episode today which is we're going to be talking about hobbies or avocations yeah and so while we're at it, we'll pull up the Merriam-Webster's definition for hobby too. Read it out. According to Merriam-Webster, hobby is a pursuit outside one's regular occupation engaged in especially for relaxation. Mm-hmm. Examples are writing is just a hobby of hers. Her hobbies include gardening and bird watching. So today we'll be talking about hobbies. We're gonna talk about our hobbies in the past. And we're going to be talking about our hobbies now, compare the differences, if they've changed at all. And then we're going to talk about why we came about these hobbies. We're going to talk about if these hobbies have affected us in our childhood or how mm-hmm. our hobbies now are affecting us into our adulthood. Mm-hmm. Let's dive in. Kind of continuing off from the beginning segment, but... Sam and I have known each other for such a long time. And honestly, I think when it comes to thinking of our hobbies, they're kind of intertwined in some aspects of our life, but we also uh, have created our own hobbies, especially when we were younger that are super different from each other, but we never did not share them. Uh, We always were open about what things we did. So when I was younger, especially, and Sam can probably advocate for this, um, is the hobbies I love to do is uh, we both love to dance. We loved performing. Um, I did acapella and we're part of uh, a dance group back in high school that thoroughly enjoyed. Also, I was super into just being active and I played a lot of soccer um, and worked out a lot. That ended up being one of my hobbies. I want to say like going into junior year of high school was... uh, I was very lucky to have gym as my fourth period and Sam and I actually had gym together um, yeah, before, he, we before, before we went to the Marines. Um, we just, yeah, we got really into work. <laughs> like, it was kind of, I'm not going to lie, but we got really into it. Um, and it, it was never forced. Like we never were comparing our bodies to other people or anything. It was just something that we, we thoroughly enjoyed. And it was and, just uh, fun. Yeah, it was just fun. And Plus it was I'm a sure, great way to end your day. Oh, absolutely. Yo, imagine, imagine this, right? If, if you're, if you're in high school right now, try to get gym like your fourth period, just for the fact that you, you eat lunch, you have your third period, or maybe if, if your lunch is after your third period, you end fourth period going to the weight room or just chilling in the gymnasium. That is the best time for like nothing to happen. But, but wow, no, that was, we spent so much time time doing that. I think sports in general were something that we, we, we were kind of hobbies for us, but we didn't, we didn't take them super seriously just for the fact that it was out of pure enjoyment. I think for as long as we've known each other and we're like close to each other, like, like physically, like mm-hmm. not anymore. <laughs> we um, were, yeah. I feel like sports and like just being active was always something yes. that we always did. Yes. Like going back to my sixth grade, your fifth grade, we mm-hmm. were playing 
any and every sport possible i think that was definitely like a hobby for us i think it was just fun we just like yeah. to run around and sweat i think sweating maybe sweating is a hobby sure would you, you consider that. that a hobby <laughs> <laughs> type it in the chat but but no I'm, oh absolutely we i remember we were super into manhunt yeah that was wild for us i remember wild Oh, and I don't, I don't want to boast about it, but I remember no, you're, when I you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Introduced manhunt to everybody. Yeah. Because before, all we used to do was play what football and soccer, depending. Yeah. A lot in of the cold seasons, we played a lot, a lot of, of football. Ball. Yeah. I hated big... wall ball. That ball yeah. bounced way too fast. <laughs> we also were very, we also were very short, small, petite kids during that time period. Um, we were playing football you were skinny i was just i was just short yeah yeah but yeah, you, that, were, you were skinny yeah. i was super i remember skinny. my mom used to be worried about you I was like does he eat enough <laughs> i was like yeah i do eat enough <laughs> i swear <laughs> i never i never could understand every time we we'll go over your crib she was like eat, always eat, please us. please i was like I'm, I'm eating i'm doing as much as i can right now but food, food was always bomb cambodian food always good always good always good but no for sure i think even even as if we even when we were growing up um sweating sports and it never felt forced i don't i don't know about you sam but for me personally i i definitely felt happy to be part of a community of people and i didn't feel stressed about like i didn't feel stressed about portraying this this image of myself that i was the best at the activity or i was like the shit at it um i just thoroughly yeah. enjoy just just being a part of it where there obviously is some people where try, there are obviously are some people that kind of take it into take it more seriously and even if it's just like a pickup game or playing something they they try to compare yourself or make you feel kind of like shit about it but uh, with the hobbies we did that include being active we were always me and you particularly we were always surrounded by positive people um yeah you know, like no one ever gave a shit for wanting to dance or wanting to <laughs> i'm like saying it's like wanting to dance like this is footloose <laughs> but like no one gave a shit for like for wanting to dance or wanting to to do something active even if we weren't really good at it and and it, even if they did we didn't really care we just kept playing um I think, yeah, I think that's cool. one one important thing about hobbies. So every everybody has a hobby, whether they believe it or not. But mm -hmm. that's just that's just normal. Everyone has something they can go home to or go outside to, and they find peace and enjoyment in it. And if you don't, it's probably because you just don't have the time for it, and or you choose not to have the time for it because you're prioritizing other things over it. And I could say for sure when we were younger we were surrounded by a community that enjoyed like going outside as a hobby like playing sports and stuff like that oh yeah yeah I, it, and even too i think kids were more i don't know compared to now just seeing like my brothers my brother's friends and and even your your yeah. your sibling um how students aren't really like young people aren't doing that enough they're not being outside everyone's trying to like just chill out the crib and play video games which is fine <laughs> like we did we did plenty of that but, we um... did a lot of that but i feel like <laughs> kids now would do it way more way more way more than they probably do i mean mm -hmm. i mean just look at all of last year was it was so bad you know oh what nobody could go outside you know nobody could do anything because pandemics and all that stuff so i'm sure it's even more established now just staying at home and doing nothing mm -hmm. and being okay with it what oh yo I, I know i know for a fact a hobby for us was being outside like i wouldn't say we're for the streets but we yeah. we love just be outside it's just... so like i remember being in middle school 
Jeez, so every every recess it was we were playing something outside. What? Yeah. We were playing some, something. We were running or we were bouncing balls and shooting hoops. We were doing something. Playing it, pool? It, what? Playing pool? They got really into pool. It, it, constantly exploring different avenues and God bless our, our after school program in, in, in the city that we lived in because they had all that available for us, you know. Yeah, um, thanks so just, we had access just, to it all. Yeah, to explore, you know. And I gotta say though, like I think our hobbies they're important, especially when we're young, because it, it can keep you out of trouble. X. I'll say so for me when I was younger, my hobbies were in our middle school years, and you could probably say the same thing. I'd say our hobbies were for sure sports, playing outside just doing just being physical and sweating and then kicking it at the house and playing video games i think for sure those were like my two top like hobbies when i was like very young i think mm -hmm. in high school i was still being active i was doing a lot of dancing was doing mm -hmm. a lot of physical activities and video games and i feel like yeah. all that was for sure stuff that kept me away from you know being influenced by the negativity that was around the town and stuff like that because i'm sure you can relate to there's some people out there who probably didn't pick up the right kind of hobby you know and they're oh, not probably all. not in a good situation like we are right now they're not yeah you know maybe absolutely. they're not working towards a specific goal like we are absolutely yeah and i i don't even want to put put names out there but it is it is extremely important to have something that keeps you healthy keeps your mind healthy but also constantly is pushing you to be creative. Whereas just hanging out in the streets isn't a hobby. And, and even myself, I have so many cousins and this is a huge fear that my mom had was to dive into this street culture and just be chilling out in front of someone's steps and doing nothing. You know, that concept of doing nothing was what the thing that freaked out my family the most is, was you have to do something. And if you don't find it yourself, they're going to pick it for you. And the last thing you want is like your parents to pick something for you that you don't want to do, you know? Um, Can you imagine your mom making you go to piano classes? Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> I would die. We, we tried to play the recorder for three years. I don't know what they were training us for, but I hated that, bro. When I, I showed that. up, <laughs> shoot, when my, my, what, like, first week in school in, in Cambridge, they gave me a freaking violin. <laughs> They're like, yo, good luck. Kid from Lola. I was not educated. <laughs> I thought it was a ukulele. <laughs> until i saw it came with a stick with horse hair uh, <laughs> you're like oh, this is horse I'm hair like who thought of this <laughs> ridiculous what a throwback yeah, yeah but those no, don't count extremely important yeah those don't count but... to my listeners out there being forced to pick up an instrument is not a hobby no no a hobby is really something enjoy that you enjoy yeah, yeah unless you enjoy it like i had a friend who got really good with the viola he, he would do solos like at his family's and friends weddings and stuff like that or like bar mitzvahs or whatever and mm. he thoroughly enjoyed it if you thoroughly enjoy okay it's a hobby again the definition uh, of hobby is just doing something for its relaxation or pleasure yes but if you're if you're doing it just because someone told you to do it and you're not enjoying it then why are you doing it in the first place that's called peer pressure it's called peer pressure and again that is what can cause you to hang out in the streets that can cause you because you don't have anything else better to do and again that is a huge fear all families have like even i had growing up that if it wasn't for honestly if it wasn't for for samir 
and for us like spending so much time at his, at, at his crib or my crib we'd be probably doing a lot of stupid things when we were oh, younger yeah, absolutely. Um, you know and, and, and that kind of brings up to the next point is that the hobbies hobbies are something you should be able to share with other people um, of course there are things you can do by yourself but once you if you can share that with another person and grow a connection with that person well, it, make, it makes it it makes you want to do the hobby even more you know Okay, so real quick, at the age of, we'll say, 17, tell me your top three hobbies 17. at the age of 17. This was what? This was junior year. So that should be like junior, maybe maybe senior All right, year. All right. Hobbies when I was 17 years old. All right, a big one was lifting, working out. Got really into that. That's something that, that was an insane hobby for me to the point where I was like watching YouTube videos on it and getting my my gym teachers like help with how to just get in shape um another hobby i have to say was like performing i would say i think performing was something i loved doing acapella even though the group was complete ass is called we're broke acapella <laughs> i i beatboxed like really sick we weren't even a bunch of we weren't even like chads it was just a bunch of nerdy kids and um i'll say a bunch of i want to say nerdy a bunch of diverse kids you know like get kids kids kind of from kind of not don't really fit in with other like white nerdy kids and then you had kids who were kind of for the streets but like really like to sing and rap so it's just a mixture of kids you know um, but that was dope to performing in general like doing that was such an insanely it was just such a great outlet and i it was i got really into it so i'll say performing and beatboxing was such a during that time period was super influ influential nice nice Okay, so I'd say my top three back when I was 17, if I had to rank them too, um, I think number one would definitely have been dancing. I did a lot of hip hop and Latin dancing. I was in three dance companies. I think, think, I think dance was like my number one hobby. I think my number two would definitely be video games. Like if I wasn't dancing, if I wasn't working my part-time or doing schoolwork, I was probably, probably playing. I think the game at the time was probably Destiny. I think I was playing a lot of Destiny or grand theft auto <laughs> number three for me would be i feel like this is not fair because i feel like it kind of coincides with number one too i i was pretty artistic i liked to do a lot of graffiti i like to do i love to do pen and pencil charcoal artwork i just love yeah. spray paint you kept that, you kept that, I was, you kept that really low-key though you kept that all really low-key oh yeah there was maybe i mean i didn't do anything illegal but <laughs> I had like two or three other friends that I can only share graffiti <laughs> hobby yeah, with, you know, yeah, like, but I think just art in general, it was really fun. I mean, like I took, I think I took an art class every single year of my high school career. I just enjoyed it. I think just, I think expressing art in your own way is just really cool. And I think that's why dance was something I really liked as well. Hmm. But I, yeah, I think those were my top three hobbies. That's like what always kept me busy throughout high school mm. and like looking back at it I, I noticed that those were like the, the top three hobbies that changed me a lot because okay like for an example dance like you said I and performing I got to learn how to do things in public mm -hmm. and not be yeah. shy about public, it pu public speaking. I got to meet people um for one of my dance companies I was actually I coordinated events so I got to learn a lot of public mm -hmm. speaking legal writing and stuff like that I, I was i learned a lot of stuff at the age of like 16 yeah. um, just just from hobbies now from like gaming i from gaming i i 
just enjoyed it and i got to be with myself too so like you know i had outside me and i had yeah. inside me and i think that was pretty cool because i got to balance both of me's the extrovert me and the introvert me mm-hmm. i would say art really helped me growing up as well because i got to feel comfortable so art everybody knows is subjective you can like one piece that somebody completely hates but everything is exp- is an expression of the artist and i feel like with doing art i was able to learn yeah. how to express myself and then as i was growing up i think learning that i'm able to convey myself easier than i would have if i didn't if i didn't enjoy art if i didn't follow my art aspirations mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense do you think let me ask you this you said express yourself right i think this is a really important thing to, to touch upon do you think your uh-huh. your ability to express yourself through art helped you express or explain your emotions now that you're older i think so i think that ties in pretty well because just like in art or like when you read a poem or a book sometimes there's a lot of metaphors that are that are in play and it's like a not a cry for help but like it's a message trying to trying to get across that the that the artist is trying to get across or the artist could just make something that's like hey this is this is the message i want to get across which is super blatant and i think that's what taught me because graffiti is very blatant in your face and blunt about things you know it's it's a, it's a harsh paint that goes over your, your canvas and i think with that i learned i felt like maybe i was like a can of spray paint i can i can spit out what i feel and how i feel about things completely open about it and and i feel like till this day i'm like that and now you can you can verbally acknowledge how you feel to somebody else whether whether they like it or not right you, you can you can say that I yeah, think so. Yeah, totally. totally. I, I would agree. I I can share my yeah. feelings. No, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we got to talk about our our hobbies when we were younger. Let's talk about your hobbies now. Tell me your. Make it simple. Give me your top two hobbies right now. Top two hobbies right now. So currently, yeah, sitting at twenty four years old, uh, weighing at close to one hundred and ninety pounds. <laughs> my hobbies right now are this is not this is not a uft yeah, it's kind of you know just, just kind of set the, yeah, set, the set the mood man <laughs> set the mood. Um, what mood? got a lot of years on me 24 let's go wow but okay. but um my hobbies now is i love to cook bro i just love to cook that's number one hobby right there okay that's hobby, hobby one. one what about hobby, hobby number two, two is to this day i still love to be in shape and i'm in love with fitness culture and I know I know it's weird to say, but it's just something that has followed me and it kind of provided this like sense of therapy for me, even though I'm not playing sports anymore. I don't think it's weird. Yeah, but I think but I think like everyone says like, oh, I'd love to work out, but no, it's 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 a mixture of it. it's like I love to work out for the meditative state that it brings me. And working out for me means not only like physical health but mental health as well. Like you're working out two parts of your two parts of your your body. But like when people talk about like body positivity, you're, you're getting mind positivity. Yeah, exactly. Too you know, it's not just like oh, I'm gonna get shredded. I'm not, I'm not even like the most shredded person i'm just i love the the fact that i'm pushing my body to do something and then also the fact of making my mind like working on my mind whether that's like reading or whether that's like looking up information it's just really dope yeah i'll say my two hobbies right now hobby number one is still video games thoroughly love it honestly it's just a nice exit for me it's a good way to end my days or just chill too hobby number two be um i'm, I'm a car addict now yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah, you can I'm considered a car enthusiast, I suppose. 
But um, yeah, those are my top two hobbies. Would be video games and cars. I think that's like my whole identity, pretty much. <laughs> or I mean, maybe how people portray you on on social media. Or I know for me, everyone comes up to me and goes, "Yo, you love to cook." I go, "Yeah, I love I love to cook. Yes, <laughs> I love to eat too." <laughs> my my clients at work when they would come in is like, "Hey, you're the guy with the car, huh?" The one out there, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. me. How much? How much for it? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool now that people correlate to you for that one thing. You know, you're the, you're you're the guy that loves that loves this car, <laughs> and I'm the guy that like loves to cook. So real quick, how did you get into cooking? All right, I have to say there's two parts of this story. So as I said before, one of my hobbies are cooking. My my mom is a phenomenal cook and i also think too whenever i went to my friend's house even we went to your house sam like your mom's also just a phenomenal cook and that i think subconsciously inspired me to like cooking or just like the sense of like making food but the biggest push for me to start cooking was my first day my first year in college um i literally went to walked into the dining hall i sat down i was here with a bunch of my friends my boy i got a plate of white rice i got a plate of veggies i got a plate of some chicken that they made and I tell you right now, I've had so many different kinds of white rice, so many different kinds of rice, and eating that white rice at the dining hall, to this day, I'm grossed out by it, because how do you fuck up white rice? Like, how do you fuck up white rice? Tell me, how do you fuck up white rice, bro? Yeah, how do you fuck up white rice? Honestly, you should, you should... I just got my buddy back, man. You should whistleblow them and get every single one of them fired. That moment, that moment then and there, solidified the fact that, yo, I need to learn how to cook all the food my mom cooks. I need to learn how to cook all the food that I ate at my friend's house. And the second year I got a kitchen. I didn't even get no meal plan. I bought all my groceries. I saved my money all for that. And I just started experimenting. That just then led me when, when COVID hit, I had the chance to just like really grow in depth with it. And maybe it was also too just an escape for me. And it turned into something I really love to do. And everyone's like, how can you, how can you love cooking? Like loving that process, like why? And I go, it's even what the definition of what a hobby is. It puts me in this relaxing state where I have control over what what the outcome is um whether it's good or bad it's it's just a great process to be a part of and i don't have to eat crappy white rice ever again <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's like the main part why cooking has become my hobby and yeah and i get the second part of it too is i love i'm a very community-based person you know this too sam i just i love to be in groups of people also I, I love my space don't get me wrong everyone loves their space but i love to share a moment with somebody and the best way i can do that is yo come over i can cook you something really dope you're probably gonna like it and we can just share a meal together um which i think is also part of like my family's values is to is to food food's a way of gathering for a lot of cultures especially in spanish culture um latino culture it's it's something that's constant constantly followed me um you know like some people get more excited that oh they you're cooking benin you're cooking roasted pork oh i'm gonna be there and they're like oh but it's my cousin's birthday too it's like oh, okay cool 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 but the roasted pork's gonna be there too right so it's, it's just one of those <laughs> things that turns into turns into something you know um, yeah which i love a lot <laughs> what about you why i guess why why is talked about gaming already right so why why is your car um your hobby now why is it something that you love why why am i a car enthusiast this, this, you always loved cars, I but say, this is this is like a next level shit. Yeah, I guess like way back in when I was younger, I always had a thing for cars. But now to look at it, like looking back at it, I don't think I had anybody to share like my my love for cars to when I was younger. And so I guess a lot of people didn't know, but I was really into cars when I was younger. Um, what I what really got me into cars was honestly 
I've always just wanted a, a Nissan 350Z when I saw Tokyo Drift and like I would drive on the highway with my freaking little permit, you know, taking my mom up to like northern i would i would see like the cars that like the sports cars I'm like man that wasn't that movie i was like i really like that car and then i would i would start seeing nissan z's and i'm like oh man that's like the one in the movie i want that one and it just started to just build i just Every, every time I saw a Z, I would take a picture of it, and then it just my hobby for it or my love for cars just kept getting stronger and stronger. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna get one. And then when I was able to afford one, I I went out and got one. I got my dream car, and that was just that like solidified my my car enthusiasm, I guess. And so now I just dump money into my car because it's just fun to. It just makes me happy because I get to drive in a car and be like, hey that car is mine or like mm -hmm. i will park my car there and i can look at him like dang that's my car yeah that, yep. i worked for that yeah, and i worked yeah. and on that's, that you that's know the exact feeling i get when i when i finish cooking a, a dish of food i'm like yo i made that like i, I worked on this and, uh -huh. and it brought me joy doing it and it was it was even even if the process can be stressful because that's the thing it's like hobby is something that you find relaxing right but not all hobbies are extremely right. relaxing, like consistently relaxing. Sometimes it's the outcome of the hobby that you do um, that pay, that makes it all worthwhile, right? Um, and yeah. that is, I, I think that is something that people have to realize is that if you're an artist and you love to draw and you don't like the way it comes out, that's completely fine. But you love the process of doing it. And when the outcome comes, you then uh -huh. have this greater sense of appreciation where like, yo, you did that. You no, know, everyone's looking for that sense of accomplishment. Um, and, and it's important to have, but that's what hobbies, that's what hobbies are there for is they're there to, to ground you and make you feel good about yourself or provide you a space where you can, you can operate in, in safety, you know? I really like this as a hobby because there, there are times where. I could be driving on the road and there's people and kids who point at the car and they look at it or they're mm -hmm. taking pictures or I take it I, I can take it downtown and people will break the necks looking at it and that makes me happy because that's just that just that single interaction by itself I made someone interested mm -hmm. in cars especially if they're a younger person if, you, if they're a kid they point at the car they smile and look at it it's or take thing. pictures I just got that I just got yep. that kid interested in cars and it's priceless. You can't beat that mm -hmm. satisfaction. That that interaction that happened right there is a transaction of my blood, sweat and tears for somebody's happiness and possibly their mm -hmm. future hobby. You know, something that they'll get into instead of getting into something that's bad or mm -hmm. reckless or harmful mm -hmm. to themselves. They'll maybe instead of spending money on things that are illicit or are bad for them, they can spend money on something that they can cherish and enjoy like mm -hmm. like a car. Or for you, like spending money on making yeah, good food and stuff true. like that. I think that this this kind of turns into another conversation where your hobby has benefited you, but it's in one of those occasions where you unknowingly found another reason why you love your hobby more is that it's benefiting other people. Yeah, I like I, I like that. Um, it's inspiring. I think inspiring others is what I enjoy about my hobbies. Uh, but I sure want to do talk about hobbies in general. I feel like are yes. important especially especially in Absolutely. adulthood because it's it's an, like i said before it's an exit for somebody you know if you had a long day at work or you you're you've been busy all week with your kids and you've been mm -hmm. taking care of them you need to you need to step back give yourself some time to spend on yourself too mm -hmm. a hobby is something that you should be able to do and find enjoyment and peace in it and i feel like a lot of people these days they 
they don't really have hobbies no. you know they go out maybe maybe go to a bar mm-hmm. or catch a movie or something and but that's and that's the extent of it i don't mm-hmm. think they i don't think a lot of people go out and actually enjoy yeah. something and, that and, they and, like. and, it, and it puts you into this and yeah and it puts you into this rut push you into this rut you're not doing anything with your life i'm sure i'm sure i've experienced this myself and that's probably why i ended up falling into cooking because i realized in college it made me so so happy to to cook something but you you experience these moments of like sadness or you're in a rut in your life and the best way to kind of get out of them is to do something you love to do and or share something with somebody or spend time with somebody that you you really care with you know but going to a bar and spending money and repeating that day after day they, that gets tiresome and that's not and if, if, if drinking is your hobby go for it man i'm not gonna hold you to it but that's not that's not providing yeah, i mean honestly it, it, it is a hobby i suppose but there's definitely other stuff other avenues you can take that are actual mm-hmm. not so costly like drinking yeah. every day that is a hobby that you can find enjoyment in and find peace and probably exactly. share it with others as well i mean and then hobbies range from so many things you can like pick up archery or golf to painting to i don't know walking yeah. on the beach all the time maybe you really do like walking on the beach you know like yeah i think it's important to definitely clarify if your current hobby right now is mentally like tarnishing you it's definitely maybe not a hobby and not good for you if it's, if it's getting toxic then it's like actually i can i can remember now in in middle school I played a lot of soccer, yeah. a lot. You and did. I actually stopped because my friend group was very toxic <laughs> about it because they wanted to get into leagues. They wanted me to join teams yeah, and pay you, for you these uniforms and that. play you these games. That. And I was like, and I wasn't, I was not about that. And I was like, I played Enjoyment. for the enthusiasm of playing. I, I wanted to enjoy playing soccer with my friends, not for a trophy or yeah. something like that you know if you're if you're trying to do it and you're gonna stress about it i don't think that's a hobby that just creates exactly. more room for stress and then you not yeah. enjoying it i think too, when those people wanted to create those teams or when i heard about them that's something i really wanted to do you know that i acknowledge the fact that you were like about that i was going to force you to be a part of something that you weren't you know because you want it to be something that exactly. you look forward to so like for an example i'm sure with you you can relate um to what i'm gonna say here like i i work my butt off because i want to splurge on my car and i want to do things with my car like i get excited about things i'm gonna do to my car the same way with you i'm sure you cannot wait to get off work so you can start and prep your next meal that you're gonna devour (laughs) seconds yeah yeah. (laughs) you know like it's got to be something to look forward to or something that you actually find enjoyment and it doesn't bother you if your hobby is golfing and you're like not everybody's good at golfing and you want to go golf and you know tiger woods the shit out of this and <laughs> go on the pga you know that's that's yeah that's a lifestyle it becomes, man it, becomes a not... whole, it absorbs you you know it's not something that's maybe it is more relaxing again i don't know it depends on the type of person you are but it's important to know those boundaries that you have with with your hobbies and what you'd love to do like and again if you're having if you're having a hard time acknowledging that just reflect on what makes you happy about what you're doing if it's not making you happy or it's providing some type of stress just take a break from it because you know it may be something you can revisit later to end yeah if you were to relate your hobbies when you were a kid to now, to hobbies that you have now, right? How would you say that has uh, progressed and how's that, how has that shaped your life? So to look at my hobbies when I was younger in retrospect to my hobbies now, yeah, is that what we're doing? 
So my hobbies when I was younger was video games and, and a lot of different types of art to now still video games and being a car enthusiast. And I guess I guess being into art kind of helped my, my car enthusiasm because my car is actually a complete custom. Like it's, it's a one-off build that I pretty much did myself. And I think my creativity and my art, like my art mindset from before definitely shined a little bit into go. my car enthusiasm lifestyle that I have right now. I totally agree. You're expressing yourself through your car and now your car is also a part of you yeah and so now yeah like how how my hobbies have affected my adulthood now is this is stuff that i look forward to you know i look forward to the next the next triple a title video game i look forward to the next like stories of an upcoming video game i look forward to new models of my car i look forward to other models of cars and i look forward to car meets and meeting car people and stuff like that it's all stuff that i look forward to and i definitely my life is wrapped around that now because even even your social like, life is wrapped around it now. Yeah. Effort, yeah, I spend a lot of time around that kind of stuff now. My Instagram is pretty much just my <laughs> yeah. Car. You you, you stop posting pictures of yourself. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm super guilty of that. I wonder how he's doing. He goes, oh, he gets his, his car. His car's but got a new fender for his car or something. I don't know. Again, I don't. I don't. I don't own a car, y'all. So don't <laughs> don't judge me. So. <laughs> So what about what about you? How do you think your hobbies have affected your adulthood? Well, your old ones and your current ones. I do think as I have gotten older, reflecting on my old hobbies when I was in middle school and high school, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this as well, but I needed I'm a very anxious person and I probably get that from my like my father that we need to be moving even the job that I do now requires me to move and soccer and all sports just being active playing manhunt was a huge outlet for me to focus and now that I'm older that has become a hobby for me I'm going to the gym four times a week I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read the news or look at an article or do some self-improvement thing with my finances and then I think when it comes to cooking, it's a sense of family that has always hit my heart when I was growing up that I just, I love to cook for the reasons that it's good and it fulfills like my stomach, but also too, it just provides a space to be, to have a community of people. And I love to just write down recipes and create new recipes because it's a creative outlet for me. And I'm not much of an artistic person, but that's my way that I can express myself is through my food. That's your way to create, like you said, a community because you make food, you're providing it. Mm-hmm. And Offering, so yeah. you're providing happiness. Wait, 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 and also, you. prov you're providing happiness without sacrificing your own, which is, again, something I want to touch upon is that you're doing something you don't like to do. Stop doing it, man. Or just stop doing it or figure out another way to <laughs> to, sw to switch it up. Because I know a lot of people who work and don't like their job, but trust me, if you, if you really didn't, if you don't like your job, if you don't like what you're doing, you can switch it up. You just gotta, you just gotta put in the effort to switch it up. It's not, it's not that hard. We measure, we measure how complicated things are with our brain. So, make it less complicated if you have to. True. Just like you can switch jobs or mm -hmm. change lanes, you can, you can change hobbies. It's not that hard. Find something that you enjoy. That's another thing I want to um, say real quick before we end this. Here is a lot of people have hobbies that they like keep deep in the closet or they keep hidden from others and most of the time it's because they're embarrassed about what the hobby is or maybe they're just not comfortable it's maybe it's just the something that's private but yeah also have to realize a lot of these hobbies everyone has a hobby that they enjoy 
and sometimes it's funner if you enjoy it with other people so don't be shy about your hobbies you know like before like i said before i had no one to share my love for for cars for and it was like a totally boy thing to do you know so like i I don't talk about it with with my female friends and the guys that i was around didn't talk about cars so i never did so i just i stayed quiet about it and like matt i was it's actually pretty funny because i think it was my sophomore year my junior year i wanted to take mechanics class you know i wanted i wanted to be in the garage with um the people that were in there but I just felt yeah. like I didn't fit in because it wasn't my cliche. I wasn't within the car community yeah. that was there, that was established I was about, already. I was, I was so about I, to say, it's not, like, it's not like you wouldn't, it's not like they wouldn't accept you. Yeah, it's funny because now that I am more open about my my love for cars, that I am reconnecting right. with friends that I had in high school that, yeah, some of them I just barely talked to or just stopped talking to, and now we're all reconnected so. again. And it's honestly because of cars and it, i think that's pretty dope like share your share your love for things share your interests your hobbies because there's there's a group for it or there's people out there for it that will want to share that that love and enthusiasm for it as well i love that yeah all right i think that wraps everything up thank you guys for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this podcast just as much as we enjoyed making it and we look forward to producing more for you all